Welcome to the Failcast for week 10, 2023. I'm Alex, he's Dr. Matthew, and I'm utterly fascinated by what's happening in New England. I I can't I can't overstate how much I'm enjoying watching Bill Belichick be utterly disgusted with his team. Like yeah. it brings me such joy. Like I don't hate Bill Belichick by any means, but he deserves this more than anyone deserves this. Am he I does. wrong? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, you know, I don't know. I'd have to think whether he deserves it more than anyone, but I, the question of whether he Oh no, Sean, it, Sean Payton deserves it. I'm sorry. Sean Payton clearly be, deserves it more, but. I think there's other people who might deserve it more. I am absolutely enjoying every minute of it. Fair. Yeah. 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 So it might be that I, I might not enjoy this happening to anyone else more. Um, than happening to Belichick. Uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed every single press conference of his that I've watched, um, including this week's. Uh, yep. Just the general disgust. Um, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't pull it up. But it's. It's basically because it's not really interesting. It's just you know four minutes of him looking disgusted and answering every single question in two words. The entire the entire thing is basically like, uh, so what happened there? We're bad. Okay, uh, you benched, uh, you benched Mac Jones. I did. Um, why? I decided to. Uh, I, I didn't think he week? didn't think he gave us the best chance to win. <laughs> like that kind of thing. It's like really no, with the game. It's not even. And no, no, no. Early. That was the answer. Like this, this, this week, his interview, his post game interview was essentially just like, "Yep, I made that decision." Hmm. It was. It wasn't even like there was no explanation. It was just like, "Yep, that's the thing that happened." Uh, what about next week? Next week is next week. Like, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Like it's it's a masterclass in not answering the question in the way that it's intended to be answered. It's it's essentially the like, it's the uh, the I'm just here so I don't get fined interview without saying that. Right. Yeah, because the for those who didn't watch the the. Frankfurt Germany game and I don't blame you because it was the worst game of the week um there were two scores in the first quarter a field goal and a touchdown and then no scores in the second or third quarter and then a field goal each in the fourth quarter so like to say that this game didn't have any action would be a tremendous understatement it wasn't even the defenses played particularly well. It was just like the offenses just flaccidly flailing against each other. Um, and the game was on the line, and Belichick decided to put Bailey Zappi in for a spark. He did. Yep. Like, they they were down by four. It wasn't like they were losing by a ton. And it was after a Mac Jones interception. So Mac Jones throws an interception on a short right pass. The next series, he puts in Mac Jones, and and to be fair, that was Mac Jones's first interception on the day. And but, by the way, however, I should say, you have you seen this interception? Uh, I have not. Is it good? Okay, so I think I should just let you watch it live. Okay, and and you can make the decision here. Okay, so right. keep in mind they're down ten six at this point. Yep. Um, and they are within the red zone, right? So they're on like their the eighteen yard line of the Colts. It is second and 12. There are four minutes and 24 seconds left. 
And they're in field goal, clearly in field goal range. Which they're clearly in field goal range. Now they, they can't, right? They don't need, right? A field goal is unhelpful to them at this point because again, there's there's four minutes left and all that. Um, so you know, you have you have that. But um anyway, there is there is still time left for them to come back. You know, they've driven down. Um, of course, NFL.com decides I need to watch a half a, a half a minute ad before doing this. So um I will talk while I while I stall here, but um, <laughs> you know. There is there is time for them to come down and still win this. Um, it's second and twelve. It's not like this is sort of desperation. They dial up a play, and for the record, since no one can see it, there's an open player, right? So um, I think the tight end on this play is open, um, and so I'll let you watch. All right. Jones on the play fake, intercepted. Oh, intercepted. Oh, and returned. To- so um. So the, the the tight end was running open up the seam and he underthrew. So the, the tight end was about three yards clear of the defender yep. and yep. he underthrew the defender by about two yards. Correct. So he, he threw it behind the guy that was trailing his tight end. Yes. Yep. While while falling away for a, a, a very easy interception that the tight end was even too far away to have a hope of defending. Like, the interception was, only... was so bad that the only players in the area were Colts. Yeah. And and it was it, it was so bad that it actually was not an easy interception because the defender had to like stop and turn around and fall over to catch it because it was such a terrible throw. Uh, yep. Um yeah. so yeah. okay, it, I understand. Yeah, you benched bad. Mac Jones after that. He hadn't been terrible on the day. He was 15 for 20 for 170 yards, but um, but low QBR, you know, QBR of 25, he really just wasn't doing a lot. No. A lot of short passes to Demario Douglas. Yeah, when that's, you know, as we know, uh, a secret secret to winning. When you can find not um, one, not Demario two. Douglas. Yep. Always, always good. <laughs> Um, are we getting? So, yeah. Are we getting? Are we monetizing these commercials that we're showing? Yeah, I wish we could. Anyway, yeah, well, <laughs> you're not. You're not keeping the video. Um, anyhow, that's true. The uh, <laughs> I no, I was. I was finding the Bill Belichick press conference just fair just enough to, to look at the <laughs> at the areas. Yes. So uh, yeah, for for the record, what made what he the last drive happens? They get the ball back. They bring in Bailey Zappi. What made Bailey Zappi the best option on the final drive? I just thought it was time for a change. Yep. Was that related to injury? <laughs> Yeah, yeah look. look, I made the decision. That's what it was. We'll deal with next week, next week. <laughs> Do you have faith in Mac Jones as your quarterback? I have faith in all of our players. <laughs> <laughs> just just so much disdain. Oh, my God. And he's so, 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 I mean, he, he sounds just as miserable, you know, talking about this as you can imagine. Obviously, this point in game. Um, exactly the best option yeah, I just thought it was time for a change. <laughs> Mike Reese, from the far right. So was any of that related to injury? Yeah, uh, look, I made a decision. That's what it was. Uh, we'll deal with it next week, next week. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor guy. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, I feel not uh, bad at all. Well, yeah, so New England anyway. managed to put up 70 points. No, um, no, no. We, we, need to, we need to finish this. Oh, they got what? the ball back. Bailey Zappi oh. came in. Oh, they were yeah. driving. Fair. Um, they converted. Uh, I think a fourth down 
mm-hmm. with uh, 42 seconds or something left in the game. Um, so they scrambled up to the line. I think they're at their own 40 or something. Um, Zappy looked like he went to to spike and Zappy with a fake snap, fake spike. Pardon me, it's intercepted. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> you you did show me another broadcast of that um, that I actually preferred to the oh boy. Yeah, which is in the middle of the interception, right after he throws it, the color guy just goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and unfortunately, for some reason, I can't find that audio. Uh, it was it was fantastic. The yeah, I do like how this one is just like the the announcer's brain is breaking. Oh, he's a fake spike, spike, snap, spike, snap. Oh boy! <laughs> God, like I, I the the Dan Marino fake spike to awful interception again, underthrown behind the guy who's trailing his own receiver looked actually quite similar although uh, slightly longer pass to the one that uh, mac jones well, threw. The, the difference to be fair to i guess i don't know who i'm being fair to on this mm. <laughs> but the difference alex is that on the mac jones interception the receiver was open the throw was just terrible on this there was no open receiver it was just a terrible throw yeah um, and then you can see the the receiver fell over. Um, Zappy after this just sort of stood there and asked for a flag. Um, and yeah, so it was a fake spike and no one was pulled. So that was a game killer, a very obviously a game killer. Um, they they both had the potential to be disappointed. Bill Belichick. Oh, <sighs> so good. Anyhow. Yeah. Yeah, they both had the potential to be game killers, although the Mac Jones interception came with too much time left on the clock to be a game killer. Um, yes. The Bailey Zappi one had perfect time, 36 seconds left, um, although we almost had the the perfect double game killer. Um, on top of that interception, um, the other interception uh, gave them uh, 14 points. You got the, um, the points for the benching, and yeah. Overall, yeah. 70, and a clean 70 points for New England. For New England, yeah. So, Nick, Nick, quality score, 70 points there. Um, not the top score of the week, Alex. And uh, Nick did not finish first. He also didn't finish second. Um, and there's two reasons for that, obviously. Uh, one is, as we said, not the top score of the week, but also, Alex, first 24-7 points of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think we knew that Dobbs was going to start. And that yeah. those were going to be 24-7 points. So that yeah. wasn't surprising. No, um, that's correct. And I kind of got screwed a little bit because he ended up playing last week for almost the whole game. And then this week, um, if he had started last week, it would have been like 25 points or something. Yeah, it's 25 or 35, something like that. But since he only started his second week, since he came in in relief of Jaron Hall last week, I only got 10 points. So those, those were kind of in the bag. The other 24-7 points that were a pleasant surprise which I got to uh, I got to inform you of. You did. Is that the Rams were so unhappy with what they saw from Brett Rippon that they released him, thus yes. ab- abruptly releasing the previous week's starter and getting fifty points. Yeah, that was beautiful. I was I was very very excited when you texted me that news. Uh, I think this is the first time. This might have been the first time this has ever hit as a twenty four seven point thing. I, 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 this doesn't happen very often for. No. For, I mean, I think pretty clear reasons. 
it softens the blow of not getting points for them bringing in Carson Wentz, which feels like it certainly should be points. And still could be points. That's true. If he starts next week, it would be points. Again, the same 10 points that I got. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's true because it, it's, it says week, not game. Maybe Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. so yeah, you could end up getting 60 points from that, uh, fiasco currently happening in LA. Yeah. So yeah, those 50 points were huge for me. Because... Although Stafford could come back and it would just be the 50 that you got. So correct. Yeah. Yep. I'll have yeah, to so... like a Carson Wentz at some point. Yeah, so you ended up with the second best score of the week with those 50 points combining with 26 from Chicago and 12 from Cincinnati. Um, I think both of those teams lost. Is that correct? Uh, both of those. No, uh, Chicago, I uh, believe they beat Carolina, right? On. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Thursday. In, in, yeah, you said you said that the uh, uh, Patriots Colts game was the worst game of the week. Uh, Seven the worst game of Sunday. I don't know that that Thursday night game, Chicago Carolina was pretty bad. It and, was it was horrible. Um, and actually, there is some debate I think about whether that uh, New England game was even the worst of the week because again, um, Nick finished with seventy from New England. He finished behind me because he only got thirteen from Vegas. And there was a Vegas Jets game that was just no points all around, no points in real life, no BQBL points, just just a terrible, terrible game. And that was the the night game. Yeah, that game was unwatchable. Um, yeah. it was I think all field goals plus a single touchdown, a Is single touchdown from O'Connell. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, it was horrible. So Vegas um, scored thirteen um, only, and the Jets only scored thirteen. So it, it was it was awful. Yeah, we, we did get to see two guys named Wilson throw the ball um, because they they gave Garrett Wilson a pass because they were like, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. It was incomplete. Yep. Um, um, yeah. Well, you know, it's always the Jets. Uh, people have been wondering for a while when they'd be open to giving someone else a shot at quarterback. <laughs> Apparently it was Garrett Wilson. Yeah. So, um yeah, so the, the Jets were awful. Uh, the Jets were awful. awful. Is this a good time to to bring up what happened? This isn't technically a you know this this is the last week before the game happened, but um, but the the interview with with Robert Sala. Yeah, I guess this makes sense. Go ahead. Okay. While we're talking about the Jets, this is one of these cases where um, it's not BQBL points though. I want it to be right. We got rid of our um, we got rid of the points for vote vote of confidence. confidence. Yes. Right? This this is like the opposite of a vote of confidence, I think. All right. So this was if if you didn't see this, um, Robert Sala was on the radio with Michael K. Um, and Michael K has asked him several times about why Zach Wilson is still starting. Um, and and Robert Sala essentially says, yeah, you know, whatever. We think we think he's doing much better. He's been playing well. We think he can give us a chance. And so finally, he asks about Trevor Simeon. Um, and I, I don't know, for whatever reason, this breaks Sala and the following happens. You've got Trevor Simeon uh, in your building. Why why not give him a try? No, I got you. No, it's, uh, again, a fair question. And, uh, you know, it's uh, like I said, he, he, I don't know. You got me. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna plead the fifth on all this one in terms of just. Uh, I've, I kind of explained it, you know, yeah. respectfully, obviously. But mm-hmm. but it's a va- they're valid questions. But and I know and I know from the, from a passionate fan from from fans who are passionate all having the same questions. I respect it greatly. Uh, 
So yeah, that's that's the opposite of a vote of confidence. <laughs> when the coach is like, yeah, no, I honestly I have no idea why I'm not playing the backup. I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. I wish I could give this BKB uh 24-7 points. It's so good. It, it is good. Um, poor guy. I like Robert Tell. He, he he definitely doesn't deserve this. Oh. Winston. Um, Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Autoplay for NFL.com is messing me up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to revoke your sharing. Uh-huh. Uh, that's fair. No, no, we're okay. It's under control. <laughs> yeah. But Salad, Salad does not deserve this. I like Robert Salad. Um, okay. The, the top score of the week, I think we buried the lead for long enough, was actually Jacksonville. Yes. Um, Jacksonville played against san francisco san francisco was coming off of a couple of of kind of bad losses and they really took it out on jacksonville at home um jacksonville didn't score anything other than a second quarter field goal in the entire game uh they let three different people throw passes including uh cj bethard and christian kirk for good measure (laughs) because why not i mean what's the worst that could happen um and this was a benching of trevor lawrence um yeah, they, they, it just was really kind of – they didn't even throw for 200 yards despite passing the ball 32 times. It was it was rough. Um, yeah, that is tough. Yeah, no, Lawrence, no touchdowns. 17 and 29, two picks, and he yeah. lost a fumble. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a 76-pointer. Um, huge you know, score. Pretty similar to what New England did, um, but with uh, – Extra but turnovers. With the, with the extra turnover in there. But again, a benching. Um, and anytime CJ Beathard gets in the game, you know it's going to be good. Um, but, <laughs> but he was not our favorite backup that got into the game this week. Because because this week we got to see our guy. The myth. The legend that is. Jameis Winston. Jameis. There, there is no player. Oh, God, cat in my lap. There is no player who is more foundational and if if we were going to have a player that wasn't mark sanchez be the logo for bqbl (laughs) it would absolutely be Jameis winston yeah and i mean in some sense to say he's the prototypical bqbl player probably isn't right because he does a lot of good things like real life good things um we just love him because he does everything he does the right. good, he does the bad. Yeah. He does everything. I agree. Yep. Um, it's it's really something to watch him cook. Um, he he wasn't in for a full game. In fact, um, at what point did he enter this game? Was it the third quarter? Uh man, when did he get in this game? I do not know when he got in. Um I, I think it was was it earlier than that, wasn't it? Or let's see. Um But you're right, he didn't have a whole lot of stats. Yeah. So Yeah, it was the third quarter. Yeah, because Carr was in the game through the beginning of the the third quarter. Yeah, so, he let a touchdown drive to get them within twenty seven to eleven, and somehow, uh, well, no, he came in. He came in. Carr got hurt in the middle of that drive. Jameis came in. One. Ah! Ah! Sorry, cat <laughs> claws <laughs> in my leg. <laughs> I just Trudge. thought you were getting so excited about Jameis Winston. 
knows. Cat tried to jump into my lap and uh, my lap wasn't available. So the cat's like, oh, I'll just hold on to these, <laughs> this, this leg right here. Um, <laughs> okay. Lord. So Davis came in, uh, you know, third and one. And then uh, they, they scored a touchdown on that drive. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So in kind of essentially a quarter and a half, like, like not even two full quarters, Jameis managed to throw two touchdowns and two interceptions. Which yes. is most yeah, of yeah. the way to a Jameis. Like, yes. yes. He was, and, he and was actually on pace looking, for a full Jameis. Looking at the score sheet right now, um, he actually threw an interception that was uh, overturned um, through the rolling. So he he almost almost had another one. He, he was on pace for the full Jameis. Yeah. Tried his best. He, did, he wasn't able to get the yardage up because he only had you know, one and a half, one and a half quarters or something. Limited opportunities. That's right. Um, in addition to that, he threw just the most ill-advised, fantastic pass of the week where the ball's like on the 20 yard line um, of the, of his opponents. He is running to his left and he sees a guy in the back right corner of the end zone and decides to make a 40-yard throw across the field, across his body. And the reason you want to hear what the... it sounded like? Yes, please. Do you, do you have this? I do. Fantastic. Winston to his left. Nothing downfield. Back towards Perry. Jump ball. Simultaneous. It's a touchdown from one official. The backside judge came and said, touchdown. Now it's rule to score. So <laughs> literally the, the, the perfect Jameis throw, nothing downfield as he's throwing the ball, the announcer says there is nobody open. <laughs> nobody open. <laughs> there is nothing downfield. Throws yep. it anyway. It's a Jameis is like, hold my beer. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so I, I'm just hoping that we get to see more Jameis. Um, I don't know how bad the injury to Carr is. Um, yeah. We got autoplay again. <laughs> um, no, I was going to show you that, that this game ended as it should have. Um, you know, they, Jameis almost let it come back. It was, it, they were down eight with uh, just under two minutes left. Um, and and they had the ball, what, on the, on the Vikings 46-yard line when this happened. Ball, a fresh set of downs, one timeout remaining with a plus 46, down by eight. Famous Winston loads up, looking for Shahid, not even close. Byron Murphy with the pick. <laughs> he threw it, I, and if I remember correctly on that play, Olave was running wide open, yes. and he threw it in triple right. coverage. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. technically, when he threw it, it was only double coverage because Olave's man peeled off of Olave to make it triple coverage. Yes, I think that's right. So, um, yeah. you know, it was the full Jameis experience. That play was, um, in fact, late enough to to uh, to be a game killer, but they weren't close enough for it to be a game killer. Or were they? They were down by eight, so they were. I love I love watching this. Oh yeah, it was a game killer. I love yeah. watching this just because like look at the re intended receiver has no idea that the ball's there. He's like, what's happening? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's because he had two guys that were literally in his hip pocket. <laughs> so I don't think that he had any expectation that ball was going to be thrown. No, no. So yeah, it was a it was 
everything you want from a Jameis performance. We're really I mean, excited. Shahid hasn't played with Jameis before. So he doesn't <laughs> understand when you to be looking for the ball. You always have to expect the ball. Exactly. Always look for the ball. A.T. Perry played in Wake. At Wake Forest, he was the offense. So he was always expecting the ball. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a, it, it's a different situation. That's why I think you got to get Perry in there and get, get Shahid out of there. Because Shahid thinks he needs to be open. Whereas Perry knows <laughs> he, that he doesn't need to be open for it to work. Uh, yeah, anyway, New Orleans got 21. Um, which would have given Sarah a better week, except uh, she got a negative nine from San Francisco um, in the aforementioned beatdown of Jacksonville and ended up with the lowest score of the week at 12. Um, yet, uh, she, however, she missed out on a solid Atlanta start. I mean, every Atlanta starts a solid Atlanta start. I think Atlanta's been up and down. I, I think they've been a they've been a tough team for her to start so far. Um, but but somehow we saw Terrell Heineke and Desmond Ritter and they still combined for under 100 yards. Yeah, because didn't Heineke get injured in this one? Heineke got injured, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then it looked like, uh, I think actually that that uh, Ritter had come in and, and led a game-winning drive, but then Kyler Murray went back and led a game-winning drive. Yeah, and his kind of toddler run, um, but like the fastest toddler on earth. <laughs> Definitely love watching that guy run. Yep, so that was the uh, that was the score there. Atlanta ended up with 35 anyway, um, mm-hmm. mostly based on what interceptions. Uh, no, mostly based on the fact that they did. Oh my god, they had, they had 80 yards. They had yeah, they had less than 100 yards, which is 25 points, and what they probably had no long passes as well. If I had to guess, yes, that's correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that'll be that'll be 35 even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, they just refused to throw the ball, and they almost yeah. won anyway. They did. They were extremely close to winning as well. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, it was bad. Um, Alex, we, uh, we're talking a lot about Mac Jones and all the terrible interceptions he's thrown this year. Yes. Um, as of, uh, as of, well, I guess that morning, he was the NFL leader in touchdowns. He did in... not finish the weekend as the NFL leader in touchdowns. Wait, Mac Jones was the NFL leader in touchdowns? Sorry, not touchdowns, interceptions. Ye- okay, because you had me very concerned there for no, a second. Yeah, yeah, interceptions, interceptions. Sorry, mm. the good the good thing in this league, which is anyway, interceptions. He was the league leader in interceptions as of uh, early Sunday morning. Right, um, but then something he did happened. Not the weekend, something uh, happened Monday night, maybe. Yeah, some Monday night. Yeah, yep. So we have a new interception leader on the season, and it is Josh Allen. Josh's Jacks. It turns off that turns off turns out that Josh Allen. Um, has turned back into a pumpkin. Yeah, we might need to bring back the sponsor of Joshua Jackson. I know. Yeah, he he um, uh yeah he he threw for under two hundred yards and uh, two interceptions. He had a fumble that he lost. It was it was bad. Um, and they lost this game in the most stupid fashion that I could imagine. Mm-hmm. Unbelievably stupid. Yeah, for for those of you that were you know sleeping soundly instead of watching this horrible game finish um which was in buffalo so there was you know a whole stadium full of very cold western new yorkers watching their team lose to a team that couldn't defend simple run plays um buffalo rushed for 7.4 yards per carry on 26 carries Mm. and they lost this game 7.4 
yards per carry. And it wasn't even like they had like 85 yard runs to like blow out the average. The long was only 42. Yeah. Although does it, does, does James Cook get run credit for that? The runs out the yards after that fumble. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so, so they, they, the way they lost this game was after Denver had missed two extra points one off the upright and one because the holder dropped it. Mm -hmm. Um, They came, they ran on the field and did a Chinese fire drill for the game winner. The second time this game, they had done that. And they with like totally unnecessarily too. They could have just thrown an incompletion yep, or dropped back and spiked it. There's so many things they could have done that they didn't do. They elected to do this. They ran them (laughs) onto the field they kicked it with seven seconds left again for no reason. They could have <laughs> kicked it with zero seconds left. Like they just, there were so <laughs> many things that were unnecessary. The guy hits it wide, right? Game is over. Except there was a flag. What's the stupidest possible flag that you could have in that situation, Matthew? Uh, probably too many men on the field. The bills had 12 men on the field. Yeah, re-kick, that's too re- many. Re-kick situation. They, of course, hit the second one and lose the game. So Russell Wilson ends up with a slight negative. He's negative four. Um, and Buffalo has 31 points. And yeah, a loss and, at home to just the worst defense in the NFL. And and Joe owns both of those teams. He made the decision to start Denver instead of Buffalo. Totally understandable. Um, ended up with a negative four instead of a 31. Um, and so that that ended up costing him uh, actually ultimately only one one win this week. Um, he had a chance because you were at 44 uh, and he got. Well, I guess we should talk about the other um, the other team where we really wished we could gift them 24 seven points this week. But we couldn't. Um, the other the other text you sent me this week was was concerning the New York Giants mm. and their and their quarterback, Tommy DeVito. Yes, Tommy DeVito. um who lives at home with his mother. Yes. Because he likes it when she does his laundry and cooks meals for him. Chicken cutlets, specifically. And if that's not the most Italian thing I've ever heard, oh my God, it's beautiful. To be fair, it could have been more Italian if maybe if if it wasn't, if if, some sort of pasta instead of chicken cutlets. Oh no, chicken cutlets are are, are fairly Italian. It's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyhow, um, it did I was... ever tell you that that was um, that 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 my wife has a family story about chicken cutlets? Uh, no, don't, don't think I've ever heard this. Um, so when my wife's parents were married, um, they were they were relatively young, and um, you know, they hadn't like lived together prior to this, so they only started living together when they were married, and the first night they were together. My mother-in-law cooked my father-in-law a chicken cutlet for dinner. Okay. The second night, can you guess what she cooked him for dinner? Chicken cutlet? That's correct. Can you guess what she cooked him for the first two months that they were together? Every night. I, I'm going to guess chicken cutlet here, Alex. She only knew how to cook one thing. And it was chicken cutlets. And she never even considered that that would be an issue. 
Like, I like that there was there was no discussion, right? There was just it was just like let's see how long he'll it'll take for him to notice. Well, he didn't say anything about it either, <laughs> which is just a beautiful summation of their relationship. Is that she kept cooking him chicken cutlets and he kept eating them, and neither one of them said anything about this ongoing situation. <laughs> and then after, how long was it? Did you say it, it went on for minimum two months? Recently, and, I heard. I thought it was like two weeks. Yeah. Recently, I heard that it might have been as long as three months, but they disagreed a little on how long this lasted. I and think. How did it end? Oh, she she told him, Richard, if you know how to cook something, you need to do it now because if I have one more chicken cutlet, I'm going to turn into a chicken. <laughs> and he said, "I know how to cook." <laughs> he knew how to cook the whole time. The whole well, time. And he just sat there eating chicken cutlets the whole time. Didn't say a word. That's fantastic. It's so good. That's a great story. Just the best, the best marital communications I could possibly think of. <laughs> Unbe- uh, unbelievably great. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Tommy DeVito lives with his mom. <laughs> Liked chicken cutlets. Uh, was actually allowed to throw the ball in this game. Uh, did not really throw it for very many yards. Total of eighty six yards. But that was really the only points, right? I mean, he had he had one pick, eighty six yards. That was good for thirty points, which I would have to say uh, was disappointing for Joe. Um, so Joe, between the thirty and the negative four, finished twenty six. Only three wins on the weekend, and as a result, Alex, we have a really close race at the top. Yeah, and do we have a do we have a new team on top? We do. New team on top. New team on top. I'm about to get another cat in my lap. So if you if you mm-hmm. hear another yelp, it's uh it's, it's the return of, of Tigger and his claws. But uh yeah. <laughs> but uh Matthew, you are now the leader at 48, and Joe has 47. Um yeah. have we covered I, all the games? Oh, we didn't cover all the games yet because we No, but I want to say a, it's a exciting because right, uh Joe's at 47, Nick close behind at 43, and Will after winning this week. Um, 39 and a half, so still in the hunt. Um, but there's there's sort of definitely uh, a bit of separation between those top four uh, and the four at the bottom. Uh, and so that would be Jake right now. Remember, Will was at 39 and a half, Jake at 27 and a half, um, Sarah at 26, uh, Alex at 25, and Russ at 24. Yeah. Um, I, I managed to pull out of last place this week, mostly because Baltimore... I, I I did not choose correctly, but I did choose my highest scoring team. I also chose my lowest scoring team because Josh Dobbs is just where points, BKBL points go to die. Um, I, I don't quite understand it, but he's my favorite player now. So it's, it's fine. Um, Baltimore scored 34, mostly off of Lamar Jackson's late game collapse and pick six. Yep. Yeah. And, that game uh, had all the pick sixes, right? The, were, there, were there other pick sixes this week? But that, that game had two. That game, I think, had, had both of them. Yeah. Everything else was benchings this week. Yeah. Um and no yards. <laughs> lack of yards. Yeah. Benchings. Yeah. There was almost a pick six in the Cincinnati game, but I think the guy was tackled on like the two yard line. Okay. Um yeah, Tennessee scored 31, which would have been a much better start than what I ended up with. Um, but again, they just didn't do anything, right? I mean, that was this was another game where uh yeah, they just Levis, you know, 20 to 6 was the final of this game. Um, Levis was actually 
fantastic in this game and that he he finished with 199 yards and he finished 19 for 39 so so exactly under uh, on on both of those um you know one more completion for one yard and he loses um 16 points so excellent work there by well, by Levis he screwed up with the long pass to Kyle Pitts he, he went did 29 yards it really should have been 24 yards yes that would have been much better but yeah no touchdowns one interception um that performance was good for 31 points uh, on your bench yeah um so that was the you know between that and uh Buffalo's 31, which was benched, and Atlanta's 35, that was benched. Um, those were the mistakes, but there were also some pretty good decisions this week. Um, Dallas scored a 20, a negative 22 mm-hmm. uh, on Russ's bench. Seattle scored a negative 18 on Nick's bench. So most of the decisions were actually okay. Um, and most of the owners actually started their best possible lineups. Yeah, with, uh, with and we should note that Russ started a negative nine, but he really... He, it was. It didn't matter. He could have started Washington's negative four instead, but he was going to get the same number of wins either way. Right. Um, yeah. So that was the right decision, I think. Yeah. It, it was. Um, it was the only combination. Like starting Pittsburgh was the key for him. If he hadn't started Pittsburgh, he would have gotten zero wins. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, Pittsburgh continues then, to be kind of Pittsburgh. Um, some one. somebody pointed out that the way that Pittsburgh wins games is like. Um, you know when you're um when you're playing Mario Party and you just don't do anything and everyone else manages to kill themselves yep. and you win. Um yeah. that was that's how Pittsburgh's been winning games and now I can't unsee it. <laughs> like yeah. Pittsburgh just waits for the other team to ruin like their own chances and then just doesn't do anything and wins. Yeah, no that sounds right. That's um, that's pretty much right. Yeah. So so um did you, yeah, you already ran down all the scores. Um, so I, I don't think we have a whole lot left this week. Um, we do probably have some 24 seven points coming next week. We did have some injuries this week as well. Um, uh, we didn't mention just Watson, but he looks like he's out for the year. Yeah. And, um, uh, and they're starting, um, they're going back to the rookie. Uh, which one? Walker? No, not Walker. Uh, the the other quarterback with three names who I never remember. Oh oh yeah, uh, Doriel Thompson, Thompson Robinson. Robinson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay, yep. So well, that's fun. He's that's allegedly fun. starting this week, so um, good for Jake. Excellent for Jake. Um, we saw an injury to Derek Carr. We're not sure how long he's going to be out, but it could Correct. be some time. Um, um, I don't think there's been an update yet on on Matthew Stafford's injury. Um, right. To see whether he'll be back. Um, I think he's expected to come back, but there is. Um, there is a chance that that we could get um, Carson Wentz. I can only hope, um, even though I'm expecting Stafford. Uh, there's been no update yet on who the starting quarterback is for the New England Patriots, um, or for in Atlanta. Like we don't we don't know what the injury situation is with Heineke. So yep, we don't know what the injury situation there is as well. Those clearly uh, have big implications because those are uh, high scoring teams. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, now the Falcons are off this week, and the Patriots are off this week, and the Saints are off this week. So a lot of these decisions we'll just sort of have to wait on. Yeah. Um, and and there's a week to maybe get recovery or, or get clarity. So that's why a lot of those, we, we don't know about those. So unfortunately, most of those decisions, we'll, we'll have to wait a week to figure out what happens. 
but we don't have to wait a week for the week 11 games and uh, looking forward to uh, seeing what happens with, uh, with, with especially uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, are they going to be good at any point? I don't know. Will has, Will started them for the first time last week and he got 76 out of it. We can, we can see whether he, he goes back to the, the well on that one. He still needs to start them four more times. They play the Titans this week at home. Oof. Uh, so who knows? <laughs> Will Levis. Uh, that, that's usually the cure for what ails you. Um, <laughs> and Jacksonville does tend to tend to beat up on teams that are worse than they are. Um, they do. But I, I was, <laughs> I, someone, someone put up a graph on Twitter of like, the potential ramifications of if teams win in the AFC versus the NFC, the NFC is decided. Like we know which teams are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, do we know? Is that right? I mean, do we know what the seven seed is in that, in that conference? I mean, we don't know for sure, but it looks like it's going to be the saints. Somehow really? the saints are good enough at this point. I mean, obviously they no, can't win or no, lose this week. No, it won't be the saints. The saints are currently winning that division. I mean, Either the Saints <laughs> or the Bucks or the Falcons, right, will be in. Right, and the Falcons can't increase their chances. Like the <laughs> this this week is super high leverage for the AFC and does nothing for the NFC. Yeah, like yeah, I guess that's right. So that's really true. Since the Vikings have now won five in a row and are six and four, they're basically two games in 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 the seven seed right now. So assuming assuming that there's no issue with Josh, Joshua Dobbs in the future, it does seem like they are likely to be the seven seed. Yeah, with with a heartbeat and a functional team, you're yeah. in the playoffs in the NFC. That's all you yeah. need. Yep. Wow. That is remarkable. Yeah. Okay. But there's still plenty of room for those teams to to make weird decisions. And um, I'm hoping for, for more disgusted sounds from announcers next week, because that was really a highlight for me this week. It was amazing. I wish I could find the audio, but we'll just have to imagine. Ugh. Millen! 